24 hours a day. Radio Contact. Welcome to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Parks and we're here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Joining the show this week, as ever, we have Paul Whiteside. Right, Paul? Hey, Rob. You okay, mate? Good to be back at the AJ Bell Stadium watching Rugby League. Yeah, it certainly was. It seems a long time since the September game when we finished off against St. Helens. And uh, yeah, the close season's nearly, nearly gone past us now. And uh, it's Rugby League every week now until October. Yeah, lots going on in this week's podcast, Paul. What have we got? Yeah, we've got quite a bit to get through. We've got the news, we've got the amateur report, we're speaking to two of the new board members as well. We'll be talking trust news, all the developments coming out of the trust. Plus, we'll be looking back at the Sunday game between Salford and Swinton and all the fallout from that. We've got plenty of interviews to get through this week, haven't we, Rob? So, pack show. Yeah, so what we'll do, we'll start with the Swinton game on Sunday. You're listening to Devil in the Detail, and this is your Big Match Review. So, Salford Red Devils beat Swinton Lions 50 points to 12. Paul, a great result. Yeah, it was a, it was a good workout, I thought. Um, there, was, there, was a, there was bits there, you know, bits of rustiness at the start, I suppose. But that's all you want. You just want to get through those games without injuries. I mean, last season we played Rochdale, we lost Ben Murn at Masilla, and I think Wellaraki got injured in that game as well. So, we, we, did, we seemed to come through that game unscathed, really, talking to Watto after the game. There was no, no real, uh, real injuries or, or problems or anything. So, the players seemed fit. The, the lads all seem fit and they've all said that, you know, the, the lads we spoke to, they, they seem that they've had a real good pre-season and Levy and Zungu said to me today that he found it dead easy on Sunday against Swinton because they were that fit and they breezed through the game, so uh, hopefully we'll breeze through all the games. But yeah, I, I thought it was, a, it was a great work. It was a great day. You know, Swinton brought some a good following, there was there was plenty of noise, a good atmosphere, a good crowd as well, over 2,000 there, which I thought was very promising for a, for a friendly fixture, pre-season fixture, if you, if you like. So yeah, a, a good day all around, a good result and there were some promising signs there, Darrell, all came on, scored two tries. Gavin Bennion got on the score sheet. The new signings impressed me, Rob. Yeah, let's have a look at the highlights, uh, courtesy of the Soft Red Devils TV. Offload, ball goes down, picked up by Nia Levels again, and Salford looking to push the pass to make a difference. It's uh, Wood again, it's Little John, and Salford have made an opening on the outside. Johnson for the corner, try time. Salford score, first try of 2018, and Greg Johnson is a scorer. The scorer, but what a great try it was. It, I mean, the score had to still to be done, but the build up really was showing sparkling handling. And if that's a sign of what Salford will be doing this year, I'm really looking forward to It's a try for Salford, great try, good work. And uh, Sidon McCarthy, the try scorer for Salford, Steve. Yeah, the goal came from Salford pressure, didn't it? The handling was good, and I was thinking how well Swinton were actually stopping Salford scoring on that occasion. From Johnson over this side to Josh Jones on the other side, but in the end, there was just too much pressure. But the important thing that Salford point of was that they were passing the ball and created the opening. Swinton and Salford and Evels picks the loose play, loose ball up. Referee waves another set of six for Salford. And it's uh, Junior South at the play the ball. Looks past one, goes through half a gap. And uh, he's tackled five metres out. And it's Wood again. Wood. Little John with the ball. It's Evels. And it's going to be a try for Salford. A try for Chris Wellham in the corner. Show and goal. The gap opened up, Steve, and uh, sailed through. Yeah, it's the second set of six that made all the difference that time. Robbie came off uh, a Swinton hand. Evels started off on the left. But it's crisp handling, getting the men in the right place, into the opening, and another try for Salford. As you would hope in this pre-season friendly, at this stage of the pre-season against the championship team. Offloads, 
So Ward and Wood's got space to run into now. He finds half a gap. Wood looking for the spot on the inside. Nine levels jumped on the gas. Can he slide over there? And he can. Great try by Nine Levels. Wonderful break by Josh Ward and Salford have gone over by the posting. Oh, absolutely thrilling try. That is superb. Yeah, it was Evels who might have his name on the score sheet, and he certainly had a lot to do when he took the pass, but Wood's contributing to that was the main one. Outstanding surge of pace from him, looking really sharp. The eye from the opening as well, Rob, and also, importantly, the ability to have the offload at the right time. Congratulations to Neville, to Evels for being in support. Best try so far. So Logan Tompkins just comfortably gets it moving forward to Weller Haraki. Logan Tompkins is there again to be able to play the ball. Out left, little John. Options, nice pass on to, to Ralph Brown. Finds the space through on the inside. He had a man if he wanted him. Didn't need him. Gareth O'Brien showing he's still got really good pace. Interesting though, the man inside him was our new guy, Ben, Maku, ben Nakubui. But a good try came in from just simple straightforward passing rugby and Gareth O'Brien injecting the necessary pace to come up with the first score early on in the second half, Rob, which is good to see and increases Salford lead to 26-6. Right, Evels goes round looking to inject some space. Does he inject some space? Brilliant break and still he's excellent. Oh, what a nice pass. Oh, fantastic, fantastic injection of pace from Evels. But look at that, unselfishly, he passes the ball on to Daryl Olfers. And it wasn't just any old pass, it's the sort that you don't see very often. He flicked it behind his behind his, his body, took out the Swinton defenders. But Darryl, that was, without a doubt, Evels' try with his pace and determination. And if that's the pace we're going to see from Evels this year, then that is really impressive. And the support play good as well, good score. No, quick hands out to the white wing, leaves the space, leaves the running, Alfred's the man on the score sheet, his second try, but it was made by the pass, it was made by the position, and a big contributor to that of the team was new guy Levy and Zungu. Like that one, Rob. Yeah, great score for Salford, second try for, for Salford in the second half, and it's a, a good score for them. So Salford start again, there's Copjack, he takes them. Under the shadow of the post, except there's no shadow because there's no sun. And you can't tell the full lights on because it's still daylight. So, oh, good, nice hands to Louis. Oh, Louis doesn't. Oh, oh, that was a magnificent dummy. That reminded me. Oh, now what's happening there? It's a, I know that's Gareth O'Brien, isn't it? There's something's been going on with Gareth O'Brien and somebody much of this game. Um, just a little bit of frustration, unnecessary in a pre-season friendly. But what a what a delicious dummy that was from Louis. Yeah, Rob Louis showing his uh, magic touch he's got, uh, finding the gap, Steve, and uh, well deserved try for him since he's come on. And there's there's Murray with forward momentum. Daniel gets it here. Tompkins, O'Brien's in the line. Still swift hands. Oh, that is good. That is impressive. That is well, a little bit spectacular. Is that saving last, best to last? Because that was wonderful inside running. Is that Hatton try? Was it, who was it? Benyon. Was it Benyon? I'm sorry, Rob. I've still got to get to know these new players. Yeah. You know, but that was very impressive running. Yeah, great step from Benyon. A gap opened up. And Salford now with a kick to come. Should get 50. So that was the highlights from uh, Salford Red Devils TV, Paul. And uh, I thought we were very good on Sunday. I thought that you know they put in a you know a steady performance, first you know game back in 2018, blowing all the cobwebs cobwebs off. Just what we needed. Yeah, there were some good combinations as well. I thought I thought Jack Little John came in and his kicking game looked good early on in the game. I thought Nile Levels was excellent at fullback. Nile he really linked him well, and he he had a hand in the two tries at Durrell. Alford scored and I thought Darrell did really well he looked like he's got blockbusting sort of pace and, and power as well so I think he's going to be a good sign and I think he's going to push you know that's a junior and and Chris Wellen for a, for a first team spot and that's what we want we want those guys uh, coming in and, and and competition for places and a couple of guys didn't play did they Mark Flanagan didn't play on, on Sunday Luke Burgess uh, Manu Vatavai as well so hopefully they'll come in and get a chance to shine against Warrington because that's what it's all about now you know speaking to Watto a few weeks ago he said to me it doesn't matter what your squad number is it doesn't matter whether you're one or 100 
it's about how you perform now and that's where you'll, you'll get your place in the side so I think there's a lot of excitement there I'd just like to mention Josh Wood as well I thought Josh Wood was excellent on, on Sunday and he's, he's thrown his hat in the ring for, for a starting place at Hooker so so yeah I was impressed 50 points was good as well and uh, I think you got to give Swinton credit they hung in there and uh, it was an all round good day and a good performance yeah we spoke to is it Darrell Offrell it's who sorry Darrell Darrell Olfert. Darrell Olfert. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's well to uh, Craig Copjack, Daniel Morin, and Nia Levels after the game. And this is what they had to say. Right, I've just been joined by Darrell Olfert, new signing. How do you think things went today, mate? Scoring two tries, it must be a perfect debut for you, really. Yeah, I think I um, played well and just love being out there. Um, getting in, putting the shirt on and getting out there with the boys. And. Uh, Looking forward to the rest of the season. Who was it you played for? Was it Gates said you were at last uh, year? Yeah, Newcastle Thunder was at last year. Are you a Yorkshire lad though, by, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from Wakefield, yeah. Uh, and, uh, played for uh, Featherstone and Jewsbury when I was younger and then uh, obviously moved up. So a big opportunity now at Salford. Yeah, you must be really excited about this opportunity. There's a yeah, lot of good yeah. things happening at Salford. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. a dream come true, to be fair. And I'm going to put everything into it and... Uh, well, I'm going to blow your trumpet a bit today. I thought you played really well. You took your two tries well. You've shown that you've got a bit of explosive pace as well and your strength as well. What do you think your strengths are? You're a natural centre, aren't you, really? Yeah, well, actually, I played full back most of my career, but as I got a bit bigger, I'm more of a centre. But yeah, I think my strongest asset is probably carrying the ball out of yardage and trying to get the team on the front foot. You certainly did that this afternoon. Did you enjoy it out there today playing in front of that? Ball? It was a decent crowd there today. Yeah, yeah, it was a good yeah. atmosphere, wasn't it? Yeah, it was loud and was, I loved every minute of it. You've got Warrington Wolves away next week. That's going to be another step up again. And then Wigan the week after in the league. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you rest up now? Do you rest up like over the weekend? Oh, you have a day off tomorrow. Yeah, and... we've got tomorrow off and um, I'll go do some recovery. Probably go meet uh, one of the lads or two of the lads to do recovery together. And then we'll bring Thursday for our media day and then we kick on from there and we'll evaluate this game and then we'll go on to the next one so last season when you was at Newcastle was you a part time player then so you've yeah. gone full time coming to Salford yeah part time um, was working driving JCB machines in construction and then so this, must be like it. this must be great for you being. you were really enjoying it being a full time yeah athlete, it's so. just getting to put it on all meds into one basket and uh, put everything into rugby which I've always wanted to do so brilliant, brilliant. well well done today Darrell and uh, good luck for the rest of the season mate thanks right, for speaking mate, to us right, thanks mate, a lot mate care. So I'm joined by Craig Copjack. Good workout, first game. Yeah, yeah. Um, good to blow a few cobwebs off. Um, for myself, I've not. It's not been long since I've uh, finished playing, so it was good just to dust my legs off and get out there again, yeah, with the boys. Yeah, it's obviously been a tough pre pre season, working hard. You know, I suppose a game against Swinton, they, they gave a fin, didn't they today? Yeah. And, you know, it showed it showed in that that performance. Yeah, credit to him. I mean, you know, a bit of an arm wrestle at times there, and you know, it was good for us to be under that bit of a pump, and you know, looking forward to for the start of the season. So. You know, it's what we really needed after a, a really tough pre-season. Yeah, Warrington next week, bigger challenge. Obviously, Warrington a Super League side. Um, what do you take from today's game into that? Uh, we'll take a lot of positives out of that today and, and, and things that we can work on, so that's always good um, to take out. Uh, we'll have a look at it over the week, but yeah, like I say, yeah, Super League opposition, we'll just have to up that to another level now and then uh, looking forward to, to the start of the Super League season against Wigan. So, you know, a couple of tough games coming up, but, you know, it's time to raise the bar now. Cheers. Big thanks to the Devil in Detail. Cheers, sir. So I'm joined by Nile Levels. Good work out that now. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, good, good Swinton team. Um, it's a real good physical uh, game for us. Just what we needed, really. Um, a little bit scrappy and a bit for us, but it's first game. Um, these are what friendlies are for them, to work on little things and little combinations. So yeah, we're happy. We're happy with the uh, with the game today. How's your pre-season gone? You obviously worked hard. Yeah, it's been tough. Um, just the usual pre-season, a lot of wrestling, a lot of running, a lot of weights. Um, boys have all ripped in. We've had a, a real good uh, sort of ethos about us this year about hard work and um, yeah, we've, we've all the boys have ripped in. The new guys have fitted in well. Um, we've Sort of set his culture out of what, what how we would be, be looked at as a team and as a club, um, and yeah, it's been a real positive preseason for us. Yeah, Warrington next week, Super League side. Obviously, Swindon gave you a good game today. Obviously, go up another level, up another level against Warrington next week. Yeah, it will. Um, it'll set us up nicely for, for Super League. You know, we've played a real good Swindon side today, and then it's another level against Warrington, as you say. So, um, it'll be a, a fast game. Um, 
but yeah, it'll be just what we need—a good, good test for us um, before the season starts against Wigan. Cheers, good. Thanks for talking to us, Devil the Detail. So I'm back. We're joined by uh, Daniel Money. Great game today, Dan. Yeah, mate. Got on at the second half and I really enjoyed it. It was good to get out there. Yeah, obviously Swinton in pre-season friendly was a tough contest. He came and gave you a good going over, didn't he? Yeah, they're an enthusiastic side, Swinton. I played them last year at Halifax, and you won't get an easy game against Swinton. They'll play a full 80 minutes, and they will not give up. So credit to them. Yeah, obviously one and two next week. Yeah. Obviously, your old side. So you know you're looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've always, always enjoyed playing against Warrington last year. I always enjoyed playing against Warrington, seeing some old faces, and good to get out and obviously show them what I'm made of. How's your pre-season gone? You, you certainly look bigger. Yeah, that's well, sure. Pre-season's gone better. Honestly, I think uh, from this time last year, I think I've progressed a lot better and I've learned a lot more and a bit more technical, technically better about the game and starting to understand positioning and yeah, great pre-season for myself, just about kicking on. Has he put you through the ground in pre-season? Has it been tough? Yeah, it's been very tough. The GBs always get on the zero, so yeah, we've had it. We've been ran off our legs really. You so were saying to me before that you were still in, you were still in pre-season mode. Yeah, so, yeah so we're like, still in. You get tomorrow <laughs> off now and you're back in on Tuesday. Yeah, back to the ground on Tuesday and it's just about being smart and then obviously we'll probably have come through the week and we'll keep preparing and build for Warrington. How did recovery go? What did you do for your recovery? Did you do swimming? Or did yeah, you swimming, well, we get ice baths after the game and then we go next door. Do you look forward to the ice baths or is there something you don't uh, like? I, well, I've had about, I, personally I don't really like ice baths because I don't like having cold feet, but that's <laughs> a lot. I'd sooner play 80 minutes and get in two minutes in that ice bath, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah went back to your old club Warrington next week. Yeah. You've got a few friends in at Warrington. Right? Yeah, got, well there's a few lads that I signed first team now that I was in the academy with, so it'd be good to say hello and obviously see how they are and good to play against them. step up next week as well after two. Yeah. No disrespect to Swinton. No, no. No, Warrington. Yeah. They've got something to prove as well, Warrington, because obviously in their terms they didn't have the best of years at their standards and I know how high their standards are so they'll be playing with something to prove and they'll play with some grit and determination to obviously show them how well their pre-season's gone Cheers, thanks to Arsenal and Devil Detail Yeah, that was Dan Murray talking about high standards, Paul and you know, the first game of 2018 you know, they look, they look pretty good I thought I thought so, yeah, considering they're not played since September. You know, a lot of them, obviously, some of the lads have been in the World Cup, but Daniel Murray there, he's a lad we've we followed since he signed. We've spoke to him a few times and we've followed his progress. And as a person, now he seems a lot more confident than when he first came. And I thought he showed touches on, on Sunday that he's improved on his game, like he said, technical things. And, that, and I think he's going to be a really good player. He's a good defender, he's a good strong runner. And I think we've got one for the future, but one, one for the present as well. And I think that's the most pleasing thing I got from the, the game on Sundays. The strength that we've got, the strength and depth of the pack that we've got, you know, the pack looks really good now. You know, even the likes of Gavin Bennion coming in, he's, he's a youngish guy, he's, he's uh, not really proven at Super League level, but I think he'll be a really good signing. You know, Levy and Zungu as well, um, he, he didn't put a foot wrong, really came on. You've got Luke Burgess to come in as well, uh, hopefully for the Warrington game. So, Luke, Lee Mossop, great to see Lee Mossop back. I don't think he's played since about May last year, so it looks like he's he's got over his injury problems. And uh, and yeah, it's great, and I can't wait for the, the weekend game now against Warrington. Obviously, we're trying more things and just get a fine-tune ready for that Wigan game on the uh, 2nd of February, is it? Mm, yeah, like I said, Ian Watson, he loves his, he loves his forwards, doesn't he? They're all pretty big, and I think you know in Super League, it's important that your pack goes forward, especially the size we've got. If the... You know, little John and Louis managed to get the, the the forwards going forward. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a successful season, I reckon. Yeah, no disrespect to some of the guys who left last season, John Wall, Krasniki. They weren't the biggest in the world, were they? And I think some of the guys we brought in are bigger. We're getting that size now, and I, I noticed that today. And I was speaking to Andy Riley today at the the media day, and he was saying that the the size of the pack is slowly but surely they're getting bigger, and that's what you need. The, Sometimes people don't put as much emphasis on the size of the forwards as what they should do. If you look at the likes of Hull, Castleford, Leeds, St. Helens, the, the, the strong size, the size that they're there about at the end of the season. They've got strength in depth, but they've got big forwards as well, haven't they? And that's what you need now in this, this modern game. So otherwise, you just get bullied down the middle, don't you? So, so yeah, it's looking good now in the forwards. I, I like the look of the backs as well. I like the combinations we've got. Jack Littlejohn impressed me on, on, uh, on Sunday. 
why did he? Why did he not just go for the lion though? I thought he would. I thought he would have scored there. He seemed to, to hesitate, but obviously there's match fitness as well to come into play. But I liked his kicking game. He looked to have some nice touches, and he linked up well with Gareth O'Brien. And it's that conundrum again: where's Gareth O'Brien going to play? He looked. He looked decent there at half. But Robert Louis came on, scored a good try as well. So we've got that strength in depth. Nile, I thought was excellent at full back. Um, I think we've mentioned most of the lads there. Josh would be mentioned before. So he's looking good. And I, I just can't wait, like I said, for the Warrington game. See what Watt will try again, because I'm sure he'll bring other players in and, and try try other players out as well. Yeah, as talking about what talking about Ian Watson, here he is talking to Paul after the game, and this is what he had to say. Right, Ian Watson's first pre-season game. Was it a good hit out for you guys that today? Yeah, it was. It was kind of perfect for us, really. Um, a team who come to be competitive, especially early doors as well. And we wanted to make sure that we focused on our start of the game to make sure we started well. And we did that, really. You guys come in. I was particularly impressed with Jack Little John in that first half. His kicking game. Yeah. How do you think he went? He yeah, kicking game was excellent. I thought he gave us some... Um, Good structure, some good organisation early on there as well, and turned Swindon round really well. And he also led the kick chase up on that as well. And like, he was throwing his body around early doors as well, wanting some tackles. So, no, really pleased with Jack. Are the new lads coming as well, Levy, Nzungu, and Ben Yeah, I thought they slotted in really well, didn't they? And the, yeah. Especially Durrell. I mean, you yeah. must have been impressed with him. his goal forward. He, he looks like he's going to be a handful. Yeah. That's the whole reason um, for bringing Durell in is I know how strong he was on his backfield and how he got teams on the front foot at Newcastle last year as well. And it, it caused problems uh, for Swinton today for us as well. So And then obviously finished off two well-taken tries. And the big thing about him is he's got pure speed, so he gets in some space and he's gone, Durell. Yeah, Josh Wood starting at hooker. Yep. He impressed me. Yeah. Did he impress you? Yeah, really good. Well, I didn't think he was that quick, but yeah, he showed no, some he real is, pace yeah. today, didn't he? Yeah, he's good. He was very quick on the back of a good go-forward pack, to be fair. And that's something we've been trying to get into Josh as well, as being that dummy half who can run because he can defend as well. It works really hard for the team, but we want to make sure that he just picks his attacking rhythm up a little bit as well. So no, I don't really put his hand up today. Obviously today give you the opportunity to try some combinations out with half back and see how things went. Were you, were you pleased with it, what, what you came up with today? Obviously not going to give anything away, but did you find some things out today that you wanted to find out? Yeah, all the, all the spine were good, I thought. Nile from one straight away, really good. Gaz playing in the arse and playing at one as well, executed some really good stuff. The questions for us will be more when we're put under the pump and we haven't still a lot of defending really on the back of that and then how we control the game as a spine of the team. But overall, we've got out what we want. Obviously, we've got the first game, first hit out, there some tired, stiff bodies in there. Have we picked up any knocks or injuries or is it too early to tell? No, we're all right, to be fair. Um, I think Copper just had a little twinge on his ankle, but he felt it and then he, he come off. Had a little look, said he was fine to go back out, so I put him back out. Right? How does training go this week now? Do you step it up now for next week for the Warrington game on Saturday? Oh, no, we're still in kind of a pre season mode, us, so we, we trained longer than we would have done um, all this week um, for this game. There'll be probably no change in that going into the Warrington game next week as well, and then we'll start to tailor it down and condition ourselves for the Wigan game. But it's all about the Wigan game, it's not about the Swinton game or the Warrington game, it's about the Wigan game for us. It's got fine tuning it now and just getting that balance of the side right, I suppose, isn't it? That's it, yeah, yeah, and it's just getting them right combinations all working together. Thanks a lot for speaking to us today, and Best of luck against Warrington next Saturday, mate. No problem. Cheers, Paul. Cheers. So that was Ian Watson, Paul, talking to you after the game. And like you said, they're in pre-season mode at the moment, building up and hoping, hopefully for like a, a quick start like we did last season. Yeah, certainly. And what a game to start against, you know, the Wigan game in the league. You couldn't have asked for a better game than that, really. Could you play on a side of their calibre and their, their sort of tradition? And that's going to be a great night. That's really going to be a great blockbusting night to open the Super League campaign. And I'm sure Ian's going to have the boys ready. And just judging by, by what he said to me over the recent weeks, I think they'll, they'll step trading up this week. And then that week off that they get there, I think they'll, they'll sort of recharge the batteries then, won't they, for that game? I don't think they'll I don't think they'll sort of tan training, do they, the week before the game? It's, it's all about preparing and, and being sort of fine-tuned for the game isn't it? I always thought they flogged them before the game but they don't they, you've got to conserve the energy don't you the, the way the way things happen now but but yeah Ian's doing a great job and um, really excited as we say for, for Saturday against Warrington and then obviously there's that break and then obviously it starts then in February for the, the long hard season yeah, big thanks to the people who did the three-word match reports. My mistake, I only tweeted it out late, so we didn't get many this week. Uh, but Mike Wuzza said, good workout. His man of the match was Evels. Richard Martin, not too shabby. His man of the match was O'Brien and Joe Forshaw. Some promising signings. Um, and his man of the match was O'Brien as well. So Gaz O'Brien getting two there. It's uh, good things for him. Yeah, I, I agree with the, with the listeners there, actually. I, I thought it was a toss-up between Evels and O'Brien. I know the, um, the members of the press 
I mean, I, I didn't get a vote on, on, on Sunday, <laughs> but I believe the members of the press yeah. said it was uh, Jack Littlejohn, the man of the match. But yeah. I don't think you could argue with that. I think Jack Littlejohn John played well. But for me, it was either Evels or O'Brien. As they say, I'd probably just go with Evels because I thought he had a hand in a couple of the tries. But Gareth O'Brien cut through and showed a, you know, a good step to score his try. He, he kicked well as well. His goal kicking was good. So um, all bowled well for, for this weekend against Warrington. Yeah, big test coming up against Warrington. But before we talk about that, well, let's see what's happening in the world of Soul for Red Devils this week. So, all the news coming out of South Red Devils this week. Going to start with the under-16s, Paul. They won 36 points to 22 against Barrow uh, this week. Great result for them. Yeah, it certainly was. That game was played on, on Sunday before uh, our friendly game on the on the pitch there at the stadium. So, yeah, great result for them. Great start to their season. Yeah, and we've got Warrington tickets for the game on Saturday. Um, it's £15 for adults or £10 for concessions. Paul, hopefully a big uh, South contingent will go down there and support the boys. Yeah, certainly it's a Saturday afternoon as well, Rob. It's quite rare, really, for, for Salford fixture, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we normally take a good crowd there, good following to Warrington. It's not far to go either. You can jump on the train there, can't you, or whatever. So, so that should be a good, should be a good day. Yeah, and obviously you went to the Supporters Trust meeting last night, Paul. Very good night. Yeah, it certainly was. I enjoyed it last night. Uh, let me just talk you through it. Andy Rossler was on the main stage with Hannah Fendel and Latif Latif. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, and uh, they spoke really well, Rob. I, I enjoyed what they had to say. Um, so there were some questions from the audience Andy sort of outlined how things were going to work basically how things were going to be run and people asked him questions and there's a lot to take in Robert it's quite a complicated process you you know me I sort of follow the, the match and the team and a lot of the other stuff goes over my head so I tried to soak as much up as, as I could and um, yeah it sounds positive a lot of it's community based stuff they want to work with the community obviously we want it to be a community stadium don't we and get the community, local community involved and I think Andy realises the potential that's in the city of Salford and we've mentioned it before you know the, the business is that are in the area the, the, the people the schools just getting everybody involved and, and getting people talking about the, the club and, and we've mentioned that loads of times I mean get people talking about it, get people knowing where we are use the links that we've got Trafford Centre things like that you know the, the universities the schools local businesses and, and get everybody involved and get everybody singing off the same hymn sheet and I'm sure that's what, what's been done marketing was another thing that came up you know people we're, we're fed up with it with the marketing last season or lack of marketing under the under the previous regime and I think there's a lot of things that didn't happen last season that, that will happen now under this new new leadership and you've also got the supporters trust so now fans have got a voice to go to haven't they they've got people to, to, to voice their opinions to then the supporters trust can obviously feed that back to the club so you can make a difference now and I'd urge anybody to join the supporters trust it's £10 join on to that and you know get involved in, in, in making decisions for the club yeah, I think obviously because obviously we haven't got like a a wealthy backer like John Wilkerson days now, and it's it's about us fans kind of doing that little bit more. Like for me, for example, I haven't bought a shirt for like five years just because obviously I didn't like few or you know obviously I, I, I didn't really kind of really thought to buy one at the time. But I think this time, obviously, because obviously fans and you know funding is going to be important. I think so. I'm going to do my bit. I'm going to buy at least one shirt this season, then, you know, doing things like that, which you don't normally do, will make a difference. Obviously, people will buy shirts every season, will buy season tickets every season, but obviously you've got the lottery, um, you've got the Supporters Trust sponsoring a player. There's ways you can inject the cash into the club to help them out. Yeah, of course there is, yeah, and it's like I bought my season ticket up front this time rather than paying monthly and that, so the club's got the money straight away. And I know where you're coming from about shirts. I fancy a shirt and I think I'm going to get the, the home one, I think. Uh, I, I do fancy a shirt I mean noticing today at the, the media day the players all had the kits on and you've seen them close up they do look really really smart I think they look really really smart so uh, I think that, that's the way I'll be going but just going back to the supporters trust there's quite a bit of news there's a few events that, that are happening I'll just tell you about um, about this one first if I may it's about sponsoring a player Rob you just you just brought that up there now the supporters trust want to sponsor a player and they're doing I'll just get the name of it right it's a supporters, cru uh, supporters trust Supporters Trust, Supporters Trust crowdfund, and basically what they want is obviously players get sponsored, don't they? I'm just going to try and talk you through it as best I can because you know me, I'm, I get lost in things. But yeah, you know, like businesses sponsor players, yeah, at the, the start of season. So say you know Joe Bloggs pays su su such amount of money to sponsor, I don't know Gareth O'Brien, yeah, um, they want supporters to to chip in at least ten pounds. You can put in as much as you want. So say you put ten pounds in, that allows you one raffle ticket, okay, and then your ticket goes in the bucket the, right. or the pot or whatever mm -hmm. say you 
you donate 30 quid, you get three raffle tickets. Are you Ooh. with me? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that, that raffle then, if you're a sponsor, like, say, a person who sponsors it, you get benefits at the end of the season. You'll, mm-hmm. get, a, you'll get a shirt presented to you yeah. by the player. You get a, a public appearance from the player. I think there's grand final tickets in there, um, all sorts of other things. So, those prizes will get raffled off from those tickets in that pot. Ah. Are you still with me? Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's how that's going to work. So I think the prizes include, as I said, a player appearance at, at an event organised around the team commitments, players' actual playing shirt at the end of the season, a pair of Brett, Betfred Super League Grand Final tickets and a number of Salford Red Devils home fixture upgrades. So there's some great prizes in there and they're going to be like sort of auctioned off, sort of drawn out of the art over the season. So if they can raise that, I think that'd be amazing. And up to now, I think they've raised about £800. Yeah. So that, that's going well. I'm not so sure which the player is yet. There's still a few players up for sponsorship. I spoke to... Uh, Levy and Zungu today and he's up for sponsorship is and he's after a sponsored car as well oh. I believe so that, that um, interview's out on the Devonly Detail page you can have a listen to that now because he's, he's a real character but but yeah so that, I think that's great Rob that getting the supporters trust involved sponsoring a player and you know it, it makes people feel like they're doing a bit there aren't they yeah, I think it's important. It's massively important that you know we do things like this. The fans get behind it uh, and raise money uh, to help the club grow. Anything else, Paul? Definitely. Yeah, there's a there's a big event coming up on on Monday night. It's a men only event. It's uh, the offload social quiz. Um, the offload project is like to raise awareness of like um, mental illnesses and, and things like you know depression and, and things like. That. And I'm not like a doctor or, or anything, but I've tried to explain it as best I can but we all know about that don't we it's, um, that's being at the uh, Dog and Partridge pub in Eccles that's on this Monday January the 22nd 7pm till 9pm John Blackburn's going to be the, the quiz master there's no booking required you can just turn up on the night and all that's in jun- conjunction with the Salford RLFC Foundation and also the Supporters Trust I believe uh, Dennis at the Dog and Partridge is putting on a buffet there as well so that should be good we've had a couple of good times down there haven't we? a couple of good nights down there at events down there so that should be really good so support that get behind that and I'm sure there'll be a few rugby league questions in the quiz won't they if John's doing it yeah Dog and Patch is number one uh, Salford theme pub um, in the in the city and I think lots of uh, memorabilia on the walls and you know it's great I think yeah it certainly is and you know Dennis does a good job he does the the Sounds of Salford show with um, he's straight from the fans mouth show with, with Simon Williams I listened to that last week very good lads they, uh, they always give us a good plug on their yeah. shows so we better give them one but yeah yeah and Dennis does a good job down there so that should be good I'll try and get down to that on Monday and me and you could do uh, do a team together, come yeah, on. A pair of ringers, yeah. A pair of ringers. We'll see. My general knowledge is bobbing, so uh, oh, yeah. we better not. We'll just go for a drink. But yeah, there's another big event as well the Supporters Trust are hosting, and that's a Valentine's Day weekend. There's no um, Super League fixture for Salford that weekend. It's the uh, the World Club Challenge between. Who's in it? It's uh, Leeds. Champion. Leeds and is it, is it in Leeds and Melbourne? Is it Melbourne? Hull, Leeds and, it's Hull in it as well. Yeah, I think they play Wigan in like a, a match over there, but it's Leeds and Melbourne. It's Melbourne Storm won the. NRL Grand Final. I'm sure it's that. That's in. That's that weekend anyway. So we've not got a fixture. So this event's um, at the Grosvenor Casino, Grosvenor Casino on Five Derwent Street, Salford. You know where that is, don't you? Just oh, yeah. Regent Road, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So tickets are going to be available on Friday, the 19th of January, 9:30 a.m. So the event takes place Saturday, the 17th of February, at seven o'clock till 11:30. It's like a casino night. There's going to be players there. There's going to be food, and you get a free drink on arrival. Bit of a, a glitzy, glamorous night, really, Rob. I'm not very good at roulette or anything. I've never been to a casino before, so uh, I don't know if I'd be allowed to go, really. My missus won't let me have an online betting account, so she's not going to let me go to a, go to a casino. I'm, I'm eyebrowing every week, saying, can I, can I, I'll only spend a tenner a week. I've always wanted to do online no. betting. But, uh, no, Slippy slider road, mate, don't she, do that. She won't let me, so uh, so yeah. But that's, that's a good event that, that's coming up anyway, and the supporters just doing a good job with all these events. Doing a great job, in fact, and they've got another one lined up that, that's going to be announced soon, but I'll give you a little hint. It's going to be um, on the lines of... Uh, a sportsman's dinner, right? I think in the summertime, so they're looking at various sort of local sports people, boxers, ex rugby league players from the Salford area. You know what I'm talking about. Lining something up like that, so it's all good stuff, all exciting stuff. Going to ra- raising money for for Salford for the foundation. It's exciting times, Rob. Always bet responsibly and only lose what you can afford. That's the uh, bottom line yeah. when it comes to casinos. Um, so that's all the news we've got um, from the club this week. And uh, next up, we've got Paul with his amateur report.
Well, here is Devil in the Details Amateur Report, the first one of 2018. It's quite a short one, really. There's not a lot to bring you, but there is a big result to bring you from Student Rugby League. On Wednesday, 10th of January, Salford Red Devils had a fantastic win. They won away at Wigan and Lee by 72 points to 10. That was in the AOC Sport RFL Knockout Cup Round 2. So Salford are through there with a thrilling win to go and plaster Wigan and Lee by 72 points to 10. I think that's a great result, and congratulations to everybody involved there. There's just one fixture in College Rugby League involving our local sides this coming week. That is on this Wednesday, the 17th of January, Hopwood Hall College are away in the Premier Division. They travel away to Furness. There's no game for Salford this week. There's no university games either this week, so it's just that one, uh, Furness against Hopwood Hall. There's a bit of news regarding the Challenge Cup, though, involving our local sides. The tie between Rochdale, Mayfield and Crossfield has been selected for live coverage by the BBC when the first round of the 2018 Ladbrokes Challenge Cup takes place. That's on Saturday, the 27th of January. The game between the Kingston Press side and National Conference League Premiers and the Division 2 outfit will kick off at 2pm and will be streamed from kick-off by the BBC. Last year, the Rugby Football League and the BBC broke new ground by covering the first round tie between Lee Minor Rangers and Wayne St. Patrick's. Um, Pilkington Rex round two clash with Siddle and Siddle's subsequent tilt with Toronto which also screened live as was Haydock's giant killing effort against Oldham in round four. So the draw is as follows. The full draw is the British Army against Milford Marlins, Distington against Queens, East Leeds against Fornhill Trojans, Featherstone Lions against Skurlaw, Hunslet Club Parkside against Valley Cougars, Hunslet Warriors against Wathbrow Hornets, Kells against the British Police, Lee Minor Rangers against Mighton Warriors, Lock Lane against Hindley, London Chargers against Hammersmith Hill Hoist, Loughborough University against Bradford Dudley Hill, Millen versus Strathmore Silverbacks, Oral St James versus Northampton Demons, Ulton Raiders versus Siddle, Rochdale Mayfield versus Crossfield, Royal Air Force against Drillington, Royal Navy against Normanton Knights, Saddleworth Rangers versus Thattle Heath Crusaders, Shaw Cross Sharks versus Beverly, Underbank Rangers versus Batley Boys, University of Hull versus Hensingham, Walls End Eagles versus Pilkington Rex, West Hull versus Longhorns, and York Acorn against Askham. All games were played on Saturday the 27th of January over in the West Hull versus Longguards, which is taking place the following day on the Sunday. The RFL and the BBC will stream each stage up to round five, following the selected ties will then be shown live on BBC One and BBC Two. Fantastic competition, the Challenge Cup, and to get to see some of those lower sides um, over the internet as well, that's going to be great. So, especially for Rochdale Mayfield, one of our local sides, in the northwest and Greater Manchester area, that's going to be covered there. So I'll do my best to get down to that one. It should be a, should be a great game. The Rugby Football League has not given up hope on the Conference Challenge Trophy, which is contested by teams in the Kingston Press side at National Conference League. The competition will not be taking place in 2018. However, the RFL, replying to queries by League Express, which were received too late for inclusion in last week's issue, suggested that the trophy may indeed have a future. So that's that's great news that we want all the trophies we can get, especially in amateur rugby league. There's lots to play for, some great teams in there, and hopefully that trophy will be revived for the 2019 season. Well, finally this week, I'll just give you the uh, the friend results from the weekend. Bradford Bulls beat Sheffield Eagles on Sunday by 12 points to 6. Batley Bulldogs beat a young Wakefield side by 24 points to 12 at the Foxes Biscuit Stadium on Sunday. There was a Hull derby at the KCOM Stadium yesterday on Sunday. That finished Hull FC 26, Hull Kingston Rovers 34. Huddersfield Giants beat Jewsby Rams by 32 points to 22 at the John Smith Stadium on Sunday. Also on Sunday, uh, Featherstone Rovers... They beat Halifax in a real tight game there at the LD Nutrition Stadium by 20 points to 16. As we know, Salford Red Devils and Swinton Lions finished 50 points to 12 to Salford. Witness Vikings played on Friday. They beat Whitehaven by 62 points to nil. It was a Law Cup at the Crown Oil Arena in Rochdale on Wednesday night. That was between Rochdale Hornets and Oldham. That was a ding-dong game as well. Rochdale Hornets 24, Oldham RLFC 28. Real close game. That Hornets led at half-time 12-10. Oldham coming back in the second half to take the Law Cup. Barrow Raiders beat Keith the Cougars by 46 points to 20. And Rochdale Hornets were in action again on Saturday. They went down this time at home to Warrington Wolves by 24 points to 10. Don't forget Salford are in action in their final pre-season game of 2018 before the big Super League season starts. We go to Warrington next Saturday, this Saturday coming, 3 o'clock kickoff. I'll see you there. So, that was Paul's amateur report. Next up on the Devil in the Detail podcast, uh, a special, special treat, Paul. We get to spoke to two the two new well, two of the new directors from the Salford Red Devils. Yeah, two of the ladies off the uh, off the the board, two of the board members, uh, Hannah Fendel and and Dawn Fiddler, very nice ladies. They they told us 
you know what they knew and and the um, Hannah spoke at the the AGM last night and spoke really well actually and um, you know it was very interesting to, to hear her thoughts. Both very professional ladies in their own right. You know, um, Dawn, if you don't know, is is the mum of, of Super Josh. Um, she does great work. Does a lot of great charity work, and you know, it was great to chat to them and and see what they had to say. And here it is now. Right, so we're just thawing out in the players' tunnel after uh, the picture there. I've got two of the members of the new board with me. Hannah Fendel and Dawn Fiddler, have I got that right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not using forward names, no, but, uh, but yeah, can you guys tell us what's been going on but at the moment? This this week has been a busy week, you know, the, the board's been farmed now. What, what's been happening and uh, what, what's going to be coming in the near future? So, ownership is now changing to my one. Board 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 own the, the club but on trust for the rest of itself, you know, the community will never benefit from it, it's not the intention, it's to keep the club in the community for, for years to come. Um, obviously Andrew is a director of the club company as well, so he's going to run the show if you like for now, but so we're not a closed shop. Um, we've all kind of come in for different reasons, and I'm a supervisor, and John works in the community, she's super trash charity, which I'm sure you've all heard of. Um, so we are going to grow, we are looking for Investors, um, but also people that can bring some knowledge to the board, and, and obviously people that are the fans. That'd be great. It sounds exciting times. I think I think yeah. that's what's been crying out for. And as long as the supporters want control of something, but you know, if you're fans yourself as well, it gives us the sort of sense that there's somebody looking after the, the club, and nurturing the club for us. Absolutely, I think it's really important that we're all fans and that. You know, our hearts are in the club, and we just want everything to, to you know, to be what we need to move forward as as a community club. This is a, you know, we're just back into the community now. We are, we are Salford, and every fan, you know. Well, people have said over the last few years that the, the club lost sort of its identity with the community, really, and, and you know, the bridges need to be built. And this looks like it's going to start happening now. There's a lot of uh, things that have been going on with the Sports Trust as well, who are trying to work alongside the club. You know, that, I think that's going to help us grow in, in the future as well. What are your opinions on that and thoughts on that? I think we've already, we've already really started getting out there, and um, Andrew's done a lot of work behind the scenes and we went up to, to the transfer last week. Um, you want to bring, you know, every child plays rugby league in Salford. There should be a Salford fan, you know, it's in their city, and you look in here cheer on their, their team. Um, and it's not all about, you know, throwing, throwing money at it, it's about engaging children and, and showing them we've got this great team on the doorstep. And we are really keen to involve, you know, all walks of life. Um, we want to bring it back to how it used to be when it was the Willows, and um, to be more of, you know, a team to experience rather than you come to the match and you go home and you don't, you know, see your friends and stuff for the next two, three weeks, the next game is. Um, but yeah, moving forward, we're all going to be out there looking at, you know, local teams, Paddy's there, for example, and I set some place for them. So, you know, we've got a lot, a lot of bridges to build. And it's going to take some time, but we want them to be clear that we do want them on board. Must have been impressed with that turnout today. Over 2,000 for a friendly. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a great start, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's really excited, aren't they, to get stuck in? And then, I think, the, you know, the game on the second is going to be the, the, the launch. And then, you know, what the back at work, I know, was saying, it's about, to, you know, at the end of the day, we're super equal. So I've got that in the bank, right bang in the middle. And we should celebrating that. So it's about a game being an event. It's about, you know, live music. It's about turning it into a lot more than just a game. And really celebrating that, you know, and attracting so many other people, community groups, different, you know, obviously all the um, different sports groups in the area. But yeah, it's down at Salford. Yeah, I think if, if you're going to do that, you're going to build the, the support base. You've got to get the community involved. I mean, you've got to get people to love it. And, you know, not just, like you say, it's not just about the rugby club, is it? And about the rugby team. It's about the, the wider community as well and what's going on in the community, Rob. Yeah, it's great. I'm say, you know, it's, it's the only pressure you're under pressure or you're just kind of embracing the, the adventure. I think the biggest pressure is, is the fans. Yeah. Know? I think before it was revealed, like, who we all were, it's expecting um, the likes of like, the older people like that to, to walk out those doors. But, in reality, it's, it's a group of people that have put um, a lot of hard work in. I mean, Andrew has put so much time and passion into this. Um, but now you've got to understand that the club can be self-sufficient. And it's not just about company money. It's about doing things in the right way and involving the right people. Um, well, at the end of the day, it's a business, isn't it? But it needs to be run like a business. Of course it does, yeah. And um, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's 
finish that and I think that... the new era. Like you say, though, it does have to be run like a business. Yeah, we're, a, we're a Super League side, you, you can beat with a lot of big teams in the Super League, aren't you? It's not yeah. the top no, flight, isn't it? Where's the Sporters Trust? Yeah, the Sporters Trust, and obviously we're yeah, working closely with, with them and you know, to encourage them, fans to join up, I joined up, John joined up, it's compound, and, and, and with that, I believe there's going to be loads of great events, and there's one of the pipeline. But also, it's a good way to interact with the club. Yeah, we're not saying you're not allowed to come here, you're not the Sporters Trust, but when you want to do things with volume, it's easier if everyone's singing to the same hymn sheet, got the same um, agreement with the club, and it, it's easy access to us as well to, to use all the fans that I know want to help this community club. Um, so, yeah, definitely I would encourage you to join the Sports Trust, but as I say, doesn't mean you're not entitled to a community if you're not joining that. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we've got so many fans and so, so much passion, and within that, we've got skills, we've got connections, we've got business opportunities, uh, sponsorship. We need to tap into that, you know. We've got people in, you know, like fan base that would love to volunteer, whether it's match day, behind the scenes, out and about in the community. You know, let's give them that opportunity to do that. It's about working together, I think, and it'll be with you, that's your question. Yeah, yeah, it's my uh, first time here, as you both know. Um, no, it, for me, it's so interesting um, to see more uh, faces of uh, women here. And, and that is, it's, uh, it's so encouraging, um, don't you think, for women to be um, coming and supporting and being part of rugby. Um, now we're in 2018. Definitely, definitely. I hadn't realised before how few women actually were on boards within the league clubs. Um, so, you know. To be honest, it hasn't even crossed my mind because I think in the world we're living now, it's not really something like stealing kind of thing. It's just that I've just never thought of it like that. But, you know, uh, we're equal at the minute. There's two and two, but as I said, we're um. out. So, we might do it to be five, five minutes. And we need as many body down here as possible so everybody's yeah. welcome, whatever, whatever yeah, the gender is. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much for speaking to us today. Obviously, we're recording this on Sunday straight after the game. There is an AGM tomorrow night. When this goes out, probably on our podcast will be after that. So hopefully, we'll have some more interviews and chat with them as well. But thank you. Yeah, hopefully a bit warmer as well. But thank you very much, Don and Anna, for speaking to us today. Thank you and good luck with everything on the board. So that was Dawn Fiddler and Hannah Fendel uh, talking to us uh, after the game on Sunday, Paul. And like you said, you know, they sound like they're, they're fired up and they're ready to make a big difference. Yeah, they certainly have. Well, the supporters of the, the, the club, aren't they, Rob? So they're going to have the, the club at heart. And I think for me, as a supporter, I think that's the most refreshing thing now with um, previous owners being gone, the, the, or the previous regime being, being gone. These people that are here now, the same frame of mind as us really they care about the club don't they I don't think they're going to go around trying to change the name and, and mess about either they're going to nurture it and look after it and, and as a supporter that's all you want don't you really you want it to go in the right direction if you win a trophy or something it's a bonus but you just want it to be run properly and, uh, and to look after it and it sounds like that's going to happen now and they're going to work with the community and get people involved and I think that's what it's all about just making people go to the game with a smile on their face and, and you felt that on Sunday didn't you it did feel like a, a bit of a buzz on Sunday people were happy and I think we can build something. I think we can really build something at Salford this season. It's a big season for us, but you know, this season's not the be-all and end-all. There's a, there's a plan in place, isn't there, for, for this? We've just got to make sure we, we do things right on the pitch and, and build it off the pitch. Yeah, we're looking forward to the season starting, but look, got to look forward to the game on first against Warrington. So let's talk about that now. It's time for the devil of the So, Sovereign Devils take on Warrington on Saturday, Paul, at the, at the Halliwell Jones Stadium. It's going to be a big test. Yeah, it certainly is going to be a big test. And this is the one that you want now, isn't it, going into um, the, the, the Super League. It's been quite a short pre-season, only playing two games. You normally play three, don't we play three last season? So, so yeah, and Ian's probably setting things up now in, in training. He's, he's got his plan made and it's going to be a good test going to Warrington away from home as well against a, a big side. They've made some good signs, haven't they? Ben Murdoch Masilla's gone there. Uh, Roberts, the, the halfback as well, he's coming with a big reputation. And don't forget, Warrington have got some good players anyway. I and mean, they've got some good strike players, you know, like so Ryan Atkins is there. They've got good Chris Hill in the forwards. They've got a good side. They underachieved last season, as Daniel Murray said to us on the interview. They're going to want to really make a make the mark. They've got a new coach in Steve Price as well, so they're going to want to make a mark this season. And it'll be a big test. Obviously, though, we want to win the game on, on Saturday but it's not the be all and end all that game is it it's the Wigan game we, we want to win we just want to get through that game obviously you, you want to win it you want to win every game but it's not mega important is it it's just get through the game get everybody fit everybody gets a run out try combinations out 
Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to see how, how those players get tested against a, a better opposition. No disrespect to Swindon, but a better opposition. Does Ian Watson rotate his squad and, and let people who didn't play this week play, or does he play, play our strongest team he's got? I think he's got to put his strongest team out, Rob, to be honest with you. Or perhaps have guys on the bench. Perhaps perhaps put the likes of Flanagan, Burgess, Vatovai, if fit, and I'm sure they all are. Have them on the bench. I think those guys need to play, really. Um, I, I wouldn't like to throw Matt Flanagan straight into the Wigan game when he's not not had a, had a game to, to get him up to speed. He's a funny one, really. I know all the lads are going to be fully fit and raring to go now, aren't they? But you would like to see them all get a bit of game time before the Super League kicks off. What's your thoughts on that? I'm thinking rotate. I think you need to make sure that the whole squad gets a run out in your pre-season, uh, especially because, obviously, the, the Super League starts a few weeks after that. Um, but, like I say, that's what Ian Watson's job. He always talks about um, getting a, a quick start and front-loading, so he needs his whole squad to be firing. Uh, so I'm thinking rotate. You've got Chris Bryan in there as well. Chris didn't play against Swinton either, so he's another another man that need, needs to come in. Um, also, a special mention to Jack Ratcliffe. He's been training with the, the first-team squad. I know I've noticed him on a few of the pictures and thought, who's that? And, uh, you know, I've actually found out who he is now. So uh, he's doing really well, you know, coming through the through the system and training there. So we wish him all the best and hopefully he'll get a, get a run out in, in this um, this friendly against Warrington. But, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think everybody needs needs a run out, needs to get up to speed. Good test against Warrington and I think we'll take a nice little follow in there to, to Warrington on uh, Saturday. What's your score prediction going to be for the game mm, on uh, not thought about this. Mm. I'm going to say I think we'll I think we'll win on Saturday. Oh, I yeah. think we'll win 24-18. 24-18. I'm going to go Warrington 10, Salford 36. 36 10. Mm. Always like to put a marker down pre season. We well, we did last season against Hull, didn't we? We beat Hull 16 0 mm. in that friendly at Salford, and we really impressed that day because it was a sort of a full strength Hull side. And if you remember rightly, we went to Rochdale, I think we won 44 18 at Rochdale. Then we struggled to beat Halifax, and it was about 13 6 at Halifax. And everyone was saying, oh, Salford are going to struggle, they've only just beat Halifax. But then we, we, we pummeled Hull, didn't we? And we, we went into the, the season, you know, all guns blazing. I think that's what we've got to do. It's going to be exciting. 2018, just around the corner, Paul. We've been uh, been waiting for this long for a long time. We certainly have, yeah. It's like a feast of rugby league now for uh, for the next nine months or whatever it is. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to getting to all the games and all the ups and downs that we normally have. It's, it's dead exciting, Rob, isn't yeah. it? It really is. And you've got a Challenge Cup as well. That'll be that's starting soon. Obviously, we had the, the first round draw in the amateur report there. So, that'll all be starting soon as well. And somebody said to me the other day, I can't remember who it was now, but I think it was a Swinton support actually on, on Sunday. I think it was Colin, our friend uh, oh, from Colin Swinton. James, yeah. Yeah, I think he said it, he was going to have a, a bet on Salford. He fancied Salford to win the Challenge Cup. So yeah. that could be an old one that there, a Swinton supporter wanting to put some money on us. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting, Rob. And uh, I'm looking forward to all the away trips and all the ups and downs of Magic Weekend, things like that. It's going to be really good. And let's just hope people buy into it. People get to the games and people start following us. And uh, I'm sure it can grow and grow. Yeah, and talking about on air every week, obviously that's another fantastic thing. Obviously, people listening and giving their opinions as well. Great interaction uh, with our listeners. We love it, don't we, Paul? Yeah, we certainly do. And we have our other iron in the fire, the, the sports zone at Salford City Radio, which we're doing as well at the moment. And that seems to be seems to be doing well. People are enjoying that. We cover Swinton on there as well, don't we? So we have to be a bit impartial and take our Salford hat off. But obviously, the more coverage we can give Salford and spread the word of both our clubs, as Swinton as well and Salford Radio. But as long as we can we can spread the name of both clubs and, and get them out there, that, that'll do for me. Yeah, so big thanks for tuning to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. I've been Rob Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in the Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Radio Contact. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.